Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell, and you are listening to It's Bigger Than Me. I am so excited. This is my second show uh, by this title, It's Bigger Than Me. I've been part of the Hubbard Radio family for about two years now, 19, 20 months. Um, and I had a prior show called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And that show was all about personal and professional enlightenment. How do we become the best we can be? And this show, It's Bigger Than Me, is just that on steroids. It's basically the concept of how do we become the best we can be for the greater good? Like, how do we take what we are, what we were meant to do on this earth, and actually focus our life's energy on doing what we were meant to do? How exciting is the concept of doing what you were meant to do? Amen. Very exciting. So this is Tracy Harrell, and I can tell you that I have 25 years of experience in corporate America, but I've also always had a heart to serve. And so right now, as you listen to my voice and you understand when the, the, if the word it's bigger than me means something to you, then what I'm going to ask you to do is use this particular show as an opportunity to not only become the best you that you can be, but also think about our broader community. And so today, I actually have three guests with me. I have someone in person. Her name is Miss Martha Lucas. <laughs> I also have two guests that you would have heard before. Dr. Jerry Bird Tart. Hello, Dr. Tart. She's calling Hello. in from Orlando. How are you all today? We are lovely, lovely. And then that also on the phone, Miss Balanle Abanije. Abanijane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Abonije. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Ms. Bolanle Abonije. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully well, and thank you once again for having me on, and, and greetings, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> greetings. So, Ms. Martha is here uh, in studio. She's actually going to help me in a number of different ways. She's actually part of the National Black MBA Association. Uh, I'm the president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black MBA Association, and they're the sponsoring entity for this particular show. So the mission of the National Black MBA Association is economic and intellectual empowerment. And that's really what this show is about. It's about how do we inspire people to be their best, it's about uplifting and connecting our community through these common themes. And it's also focused on really placing a spotlight on individuals and, and organizations that are just doing great things in the community. It's very exciting. Very exciting. It is. We don't <laughs> so, Dr. Tart, guess what the subject is today? Success and service. Success and service. That is exactly right. So my question to the listening audience is, Success and service, can you have one without the other? Mm -hmm. and, and I present for your consideration that those two things are intrinsically connected, that you can't actually be successful or happy without some form of service. And I brought some documents and we have some points of reference to actually talk about that today because really it's about how, are we, how can we be our most successful? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out with Deepak Chopra. Actually, first of all, I'm going to ask one of my guests to define success. So, Ms. Uh, Balanle, I didn't say yes, what your expertise is, but can you introduce yourself and then tell us how you define success? Sure. Uh, my name is Balanle Ambunije, and I had you and I rise. You and I rise is an 
education and training company that uses African-centered philosophy to solve American problems at school, working in the community. So I mainly do business with institutions uh, like schools and community organizations. Uh, to me, success is, is twofold. One is to meet the goal, meet a goal that you've set. And then the second part of it is to know why you didn't meet the goal. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, we intend to do a thing and <laughs> we don't meet the goal. So, but it is important when we don't meet the goal is to know why we didn't meet the goal. And I, that in and of itself is success because it still keeps you on the path to achieving the goal. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Dr. Tart. Yes. Can you yes. introduce yourself? You have tons of yes. credentials that I've introduced in my other show. It took half of the show to talk about all the great things you do. But just really quickly, just say who you are, what you do, and then how do you define success? Well, um, I'm Jerry Bird, Tart here in Orlando, and I'm a psychotherapist. I've been in private practice for 20 years. I've been in the field for more than 40. Um, I've uh, also worked in the school system as an adjunct professor in psychology and as well as in um, aerospace as a, believe it or not, mental health therapist within the, the company for the EAP program. And my definition for success is very similar to, I want to, don't want to mispronounce her name, but Bolanle, yes. Bolanle. Bolanle. To accomplish a particular goal or an aim. And I think that as we look at particularly from the perspective of mental health, and that's my bailiwick, um, success is to recognize our level of functionality on a daily basis from a, a healthy mental perspective. But uh, just as was stated before, if we don't meet that goal, what's, what's happening? What mm. are our distractions? And what is it that we're willing and I love that word, to do differently in order to make that experience, whatever that, is, that, that hope is, to make it successful. So it's to reach a particular or to accomplish an, a, an aim or a goal that we set for ourselves. I love that. Martha, would you like to define success for yourself? Um, success to me is just uh, getting really comfortable with failure. Because you'll never... Damn. I mean, darn. Excuse me. <laughs> Whoops. Really? <laughs> we didn't practice yeah. this clearly. Yeah. Getting comfortable yeah. with failure. I was not expecting that. Tell us more about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very right. true. I think, I think the, the school system in the, in the U.S., I'm going to speak to that, um, really teaches you to be good and to get good grades and to be perfect. Okay. And so when you look at any successful person... Um, or however way you define it monetarily, uh, within their life, you know, satisfaction, um, they have all gotten very comfortable mm. with failing to be able to perfect their craft. So uh, mm. it just, it, especially when you see the old style, that kind of, you have to be good, you have to be good, mm -hmm. it makes us scared to walk off that cliff or to try, even though you'll never really feel good about yourself about anything else without recognizing really your true strength and your courage she's deep people <laughs> that was deep yeah, so that was deep great. 
I'm going to define my favorite definition of success is by Deepak Chopra. And I've talked about Deepak in in almost every show that I've done uh, in some way or another. And one of my favorite books by Deepak is called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And it's a very simple read. It's probably one of those small little books. It's tiny. It's like an hour and a half or or hour and 50 minutes or so on Audible. Very simple. But he defines success in the first few minutes of that book. He says success in life can be defined as the continued expansion of happiness and the progressive attainment of worthy goals. Mm The continued expansion of happiness, which kind of aligns with what we're all saying here, right? And the progressive attainment of worthy goals. I heard both of you ladies on the phone say, basically, you're going to try to achieve a goal. And if you don't, you're going to continue to move in that direction, understand why, and then course correct. Kind of what you said, kind of move, continue to move forward um, to, to attain your goals. I love that. And so the conversation today is, well, how are we to be successful? And so when I bring in the word success, first we had to define success. And then we talked about service. Mm-hmm. So the, now I'm going to connect the concept of success and service. So if success is defined as the continued expansion of happiness and the progressive attainment of worthy goals, and service can be defined in a number of different ways. I think we can all define service. You can talk about community service. You can have service to maybe your family, if that's kind of the most important thing in your life. But I think if you combine success and service, I think it's almost impossible to separate them, if you combine them. But it's almost like you have to combine the two, in my perspective. But I wanted to get your, your thoughts, ladies. Do you agree that the concept of success and service are important? And how important are they? Well, yes, I truly believe, this is Jerry again, I believe that they are um, intermingled because I think in terms of, uh, as Martha was saying, understanding this level of comfort, uh, if you fail, you have have an understanding of what that feels like. And I am about uh, feeling and understanding the relationship with our thought processes. So if we know that... To serve is, if we believe that to serve is an attribute to success, then not only do we know what it feels like to serve, but we are open to be able to receive. So, and I, so what I'm saying here is I think that success and, and service works together is because certainly, and, and that's just another piece of where I'm going in terms of where I'm pulling that from, when Jesus served we know that he was successful. So mm-hmm. if we understand that there is no fear in that process of serving because it is an attribute to success, then it's, intermingled. it's intermingled. That's what my I love it. One of my favorite quotes from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., he talks about, he says, life's most persistent and urgent question for humanity is, what are you doing for others? Mm-hmm. What are you doing for you. others? Right. Mm-hmm. And if that others represents your family, that others represents your broader community, I think today there's this real push. I think people do want to do good. And part of what we're doing as as a part of our programming with the National Black MBA Association is we have a mentoring program called Leaders of Tomorrow. We're going to have some guests on the show. They're going to talk about Leaders of Tomorrow for a future show. But really it's more about how do we pause today to really understand and to agree that in order to 
be successful, we really do need to serve others, right? I think it is the most mm-hmm. persistent and urgent question is how are we serving others? He says that everyone can be great because everyone can serve. Right. Right. There were some quotes I know we were going to pull out of the the book here. What makes the greats great by uh, Kimball. I'm going to have Miss Martha pull up one of one of my other favorite quotes. But do either of you guys have any thoughts about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, perspective on service? Dr. Dr. Tart. Sorry, I'll be very specific. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's just the focus. It's just focus. My question. I didn't didn't want to just be the one to speak first all the time. Um, ask your question again, Tracy. I'm so, sorry. so as we think about Dr. King, he says the life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? And my question to you is, when you're talking to your clients around happiness and success. Yes, do you, do you I f- think that we, we, we have to understand that to serve is not being less than. Mm. Got it? Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes I think yeah. that if we um, don't understand or we don't have a, a clear understanding of what we say we want, you know, if you were to ask, well, do you want to be successful or not? Then, of course, it's a, almost like a leading question. Is, of course I want to be successful. Then what does that mean to you? So then if it is that we can serve others, that's the, the, the greatest uh, effort is to give to others. If I give it to you, if I give it to my fellow man, then if, if I've received it, then I can give it away because I recognize that the, 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 the effort in order to bring others along, as it were, to be a, to, to be a contributor to uh, my, uh, the successful, to success of others is for me to give. So that right. means for, that, uh, because that brings about a sense of success for myself. But in my efforts to do that, I do it without... Um, the expectation that somebody is going to do the same thing for me because I'm already full, so I can give mine away, and then as I give it away, I am, I am, um, what is it, refilled, as it were. So the exactly. effort is not to be afraid to be a service. If we can see that that, that is one of the highest achievements that we can have, mm-hmm. if, if we shift our paradigm in terms of how we think about service and yes. we see it as being a great gift, then I think that we can see the the, the intermingling of, of, of the success itself. The I, I, success. I love that. So two of the things I'm going to do, we're going to talk about some basic things. I think you all have heard about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And the basic, there's some yes. basic things that have to be accomplished before you're happy, right? Before you're successful. And so I actually have a book in front of me. It's actually one of Oprah Winfrey's um, magazines, hardcover. She calls it the living your best life. And there's a whole section in here where she talks about happy, being happy and getting happy and what that looks like. And I think when you think about success, three of the things she talks about here, and we're going to move into that um, after our next break, but she talks about these basically these mood enhancing tricks that we all know about, right? Exercise is actually one of those things that can make you happy, right? Smiling, just actually being joyful. We talked last time about, on our last show, we talked about nature and meditation and kind of connecting in the universe. And so one of the things that I want to make sure we um, talk about when we come back from our next break is, again, what does it take to be successful, which we're going to equate to happiness. And then she actually talks about the science of volunteering, the science of altruism, our most apparent most apparent when there's some type of contact. So we're going to come right back and we're going to talk a little bit more about success and service, but we're going to provide very specific examples of success, service, and how you could be happiest, not only 
in your work life, but we're going to talk about the family. We're going to talk to Ms. Bolanle about her expertise as it relates to relationships, families, parents, and children, right? And this broader community initiative that we're driving, how we can all together make the world a better place. So this is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. We'll be right back. What is community? A unified group of people? How unified is your community? You can help yours today. Join the movement in conjunction with the Black NBA Association of Seattle on April the 18th, between 6 and 9 p.m., we are presenting Building Leaders of Tomorrow through Community Leadership Today. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the Case Park LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped. Come one, come all. April the 18th, 2019, between 6 and 9 p.m., with the doors opening at 4 p.m. at New Holly Neighborhood Campus, the Gathering Hall, 7054 32nd Avenue South, Seattle, Washington. Learn and discuss three strategic directions personal and professional connections, cultural and historical connections, home and school connections. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year if they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They, they didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, so I think any parent would uh, glean something from. Judging from the responses, the homeschool connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. Remember, come out April the 18th. Make sure you RSVP at eventbrite.com and search for the National Black MBA Association of Seattle. And don't forget to stay for a community fun time fellowship afterwards, beginning at 9 p.m. Let's make a lasting change for future generations. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell again with It's Bigger Than Me. And today our question is around success and service. I presented to the listening audience the question, can you really have one without the other? No. I think we all agree that they're intrinsically connected. The concept of success and happiness is connected to service. And whether you're serving your family or the broader community, but there is some uh, scientific proof around giving to others, serving others. There's scientific, there's positive psychology that talks about the um, endorphins that are increased in your brain when you help others. There's scientific proof that talks about when you just write down what you're grateful for, this gratitude journal, that's why they're so popular is writing down a, what you're grateful for. You, you, it's impossible to be depressed and grateful. Mutually exclusive right, um, emotions or points of connection in your brain, you can't do both. And that's why, again, this today we're talking about success and we're talking about service. If you listen to that advertisement or that promotion that you had just heard, it's about an event that we're hosting this Thursday, 
in Seattle. I'm so excited. We have about three years' worth of work that is culminating in an event this Thursday. It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. 5 to 6, we're doing some networking. We're asking people to come in and talk about their goals. We're going to talk about, we're basically trying to stop the school-to-prison pipeline. So it's going to really talk about youth of color, youth and families of color, and how do we help this community elevate to the next level? How do we help create happy families, healthy communities, right? Kids that want to go to school and that do well, and, and parents who are equipped to create this successful environment for their, their children. And Ms. Belanley, I know that's your area of expertise. When we first met, what did you tell me about how important this work is, the investment that is required? Uh, well, uh, it's basically summed up in the idea that uh, if we want our community to advance, uh, then if we want our community to grow and to be successful, it is in our best interest to equip our people to be productive parents, uh, ethical workers, conscientious citizens. Uh, in order to do that, we have to invest in in, in, in our people, you know, so any society that seeks to grow and advance would invest in its people to equip them to be able to advance and grow the society. So in order for that to happen, you know, the, the adult-to-child transmission has to be in place. It has to be a healthy, productive relationship that, that, can, um, that will grow children to become adults who advance the community with their talents and skills and creativity and raise their children to do the same thing. And I love that. I know you have a program and a process, and there's a number of programs and processes that we're bringing together as a part of this initiative. So, again, the National Black NBA has an initiative called Leaders of Tomorrow. It's a, it's a mentoring program that in some chapters, there's like 40 chapters nationally. Mm-hmm. I'm president of the Seattle chapter. We don't have a Leaders of Tomorrow here. And what I realize is we couldn't just bring this mentoring program here without creating an environment a parental environment, a community environment where those kids will see a full community. It's, it's adaptive leadership. It's a systems analysis. So we've done all the work. but we, we now know what it takes for them to be successful. And for you, Belanla, you're one of the experts that's going to help parents understand their role as the first educators and, and their responsibility to send our kids to school with a mindset to learn. And so I know one of the things you said you've, you've done in some of your sessions where you would talk about to parents, like, how are they successful parents? Like, what is your definition of a successful parent, and what do they need to do differently to be successful? Well, uh, the, um, I guess the short answer about a successful parent is uh, one who uh, fulfills the overarching responsibility of parenthood. Uh, there's a couple of things, a couple of ways I'm thinking about it. One is the overarching responsibility of parenthood, and then the other one is um, about awareness, awareness of their impact as a parent, being aware of my impact on my children. Uh, that's something that has been lost over the generations. It's been a slow deterioration over, well, maybe not slow, but it's been a deterioration. <laughs> over generations where as a group, as adults and as parents, we've we've forgotten important things about what it takes and what uh, what it takes to raise children to be healthy 
and and happy and fulfilling their purpose. Uh, and so when it comes to our overarching responsibility as parents, it is to help our children to discover their purpose. And whenever I have that conversation with parents, the first thing that comes out of their mouths is, well, shoot, I don't know my purpose. <laughs> okay? And, yeah, and yeah, I can see that. It's true. Right. It's, it's right. very true. Mm-hmm. Indeed. The society, you know, uh, doesn't have a process that equips people <laughs> to, there to, is to do that. No parenting you know? class until you're getting a divorce, basically. <laughs> right, exactly. So if there's no if there's no system for for teaching us to be effective parents, then there's certainly no system that teaches us to be uh, uh, responsible uh, spouses. You know, good parents, good uh, good right. partners. And, you and, know, to raise healthy, whole, strong families. You know, that kind of thing. So we're in the process of recreating that, and that's that's the work that I do basically as the education and training company is uh, uh, to to recreate those systems that, you know, to recover and remember and reassemble that those bodies of information because uh, flying by the seat of our pants is not working. It's not. And I think that's the beauty of that's why I love what's happening right now. I'm excited about this. Again, the initiative kicks off on this Thursday at 5 p.m. at the New Holly Gathering Hall, the New Holly Community Center Gathering Hall. Starts at 5 p.m., 5 to 6. We're doing some networking. Both Dr. Tart and Ms. Bolanle will be in person Ooh, in Seattle. All right. All right. I'm so excited. So what you're going to actually experience there is really an a, 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 a hands-on conversation, uh, interactive opportunity to really get to the next level, to think about yourselves as an individual, but also what can we do as um uh, individuals and, to and I would just like to say from the Seattle light in the room yes. <laughs> when she says five to ten everybody she means you know drop in when you can you don't have to stay the whole time just you know you, you don't need to stay the whole time however if five to six is let me clarify the agenda thank you very much five to six is uh the networking we're actually going to do some live art there's going to be music we're actually asking people to come in and do these video uh, biographies or video diaries. So we have video cameras set up for you to be able to, we're going to ask you questions and ask you to talk about your vision, right? Your passion. We're going to be talking about how do you stop the school to prison pipeline? So there's going to be information to say, what is that? So we're going to make sure you have that information. Then from six to eight, there's programming, right? Where we're going to be talking with some experts, Dr. Tart and Ms. Balanle, around specific things that we can do that we've identified solutions. So we're going to be bringing solutions to you and asking this, this community if you want to be involved, like it's like enough time for talk. Like this is the action time. This happens to be a talk show about actions. And we're bringing on people who are taking action. We're going to be providing you with specific things that you can do to take action, to move, to be successful parents, to be successful people in the community. If you want to mentor, if you want to help, we actually have done this work. It's around adaptive leadership. It's all aspects of the systems. We even have King County, this Best Starts for Kids organization. There's several groups that are actually investing money in organizations like ours and in, in, in initiatives like ours, right? This concept, we're doing this work. We're, we, we're, we're, it's, it's just amazing. There's a lot of work happening in this community. So now is the time. So we're inviting you to come out to New Holly 
Uh, you can find us on uh, online, and this isn't a commercial, but it kind of is, because at, at the end of the day, this really needs to be about action. And so, Ms. Balanley, you were just talking about the how, the what, the next steps. And so I know one of the things you talked about is some awareness, right? The art and science of being aware and getting there. And one of the things you said to me, which I was kind of surprised about, is you talked about our condition as a people. You basically said, you know, we're not where we should be, but that's not a surprise. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, you know, we're, we're so I'm gonna I'm gonna push on that word should a little bit. Could <laughs> because could maybe uh, because maybe should you tell right, you yes. Right. Okay, so um, I believe though that we our condition is what it is, and and it it's nothing to be ashamed of because anybody who's gone through what we've gone through as a people would be in the condition that we're in. So I know that a lot of the time as black people we tend to. Um, feel ashamed of our condition. And the reason why I say feel ashamed is because of the way we talk about it. It reflects shame and it reflects, uh, um, in general, it reflects shame and and disdain, you know, because we talk about, you know, oh, black people can't work together. What's wrong with them kids? What's wrong with those kids? And I I love it when you said, hey, the apple doesn't fall that far from the tree. So at the end of the day, are we modeling the right behavior? Are we showing up? Are we doing our part? And that's really what Thursday is about. It's just the beginning. We have a year's worth of initiatives, a monthly initiative set up to say, let's bring in this Leaders of Tomorrow program, but let's also build this community leadership today. That's really a systems analysis. It's about how do we all do our part? So when you talk about us and our people, right, and our children, right, you mentioned something that I had never heard of before, and then you mentioned someone who's actually in the area who's an expert. Can you talk a little bit about the condition, meaning we're not necessarily, it's the trauma. I'll use that word. Dr. Tar, you like to use the words yes, trauma. I wanted so, to use that word. I want so, to jump so, in there, but go ahead. So, Ms. Belanley, talk a little bit about the, the trauma, and then, Dr. Tartar, I'm going to have you lay, layer in about how we get to the next level. Some acknowledgement and then some healing. Because the reason that my event is so long, five to six is some networking, six to eight is some content, and eight to ten is just straight up, let's relax, relate, release. We got some we got some karaoke, we got DJs, we have fun, some entertainment. We're going to still continue those diaries, those video diaries. So it is very functional. It's a party with a purpose, right? You're going to come and learn something, get to the next level, but also be a part of something. Be a part of action happening. Bring some success into your life and the lives of others by doing something. Don't talk about it. If, if you don't have a world and society the way you want it to be, then you be a part of the solution. Let us be the change we want to see. That's really what this is about. Absolutely. So, Ms. Balanley, I'm going to get back to you. Sorry, I got excited for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) We got to rein her in. (laughs) And that's all right. Uh, We, um, as a people, you know, we've experienced a great deal of trauma as a people. So we are, we, right now, we give a lot of credence to, uh, a well-deserved credence to individual trauma, traumas that individuals experience, you know, like a, a, murder or rape or 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 things like that that um that causes you to view the world differently it causes a a disturbance in your in your perspective and excuse your vision and and we give a lot of credence to that when it happens to individuals well as as a black people we have 
experienced untold number of traumas over the course of generations. And we haven't had the opportunity to heal from that. You know, so uh, we're barely even at the point to be able to have a, a collective discussion about it just because of the stigma that's been in the black community about, well, you know, uh, uh, if you're in need of some healing, in, in need of mental healing, then there's something wrong with you. There's something crazy. But no, we're having a human reaction to some inhuman conditioning. Mm. It's an in, inhuman condition. I, I, you know, I love so it when you, I love it when you say that. Is that we're having like our community? When you think about black and black crime, and you think about some of the things that we just experienced, and 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 and, and again. You went all the way back to slavery, and I know a lot of people are like, "Look, I wasn't here during slavery days." But if you think about, but we were raised, but we were raised by traumatized people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that from, was never given credence. From slavery to Jim Crow to what did you mention? I mean, you mentioned some things. I was like, exactly. "Wow, desegregation," exactly. and it's like you know, no one has had a chance to heal. If your parents haven't had a chance to heal, and you were raised by those people, then it, there's just an opportunity for us to kind of break through and move on and kind of. Um, Dr. Todd, I'm not an expert, please. That's why I'm bringing you two in. <laughs> Help us out. Trauma. But some of the, some of we... the uh, side effects to that complex trauma, as um, <clears throat> excuse me, Alame was saying, is through the generations, it has not been named. And as a result of mm-hmm. not having a name for it, we do it because it's our norm. And mm-hmm. as a result mm-hmm. of that norm, mm-hmm. we re-traumatize another generation. And therefore, mm-hmm. they don't feel because the generation that that experienced the trauma uh, was, 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 was abused and hurt, and they didn't feel. But there's a term that's called um, uh, uh, passing on the trauma, and it's uh, vicarious, vicarious mm-hmm. trauma. So as a result oh. of having lived, somebody else is living through somebody else's trauma. It affects uh, our image, just, just as Barangia said. It affects our self-image. It creates self-shame. And we self-harm, and we find ourselves in situations where we become aggressive. It's reactive aggression because we don't know what else to do. Mm. It's what we've mm-hmm. seen. So a part of this, I hope we get an opportunity to talk about naming what it is that we've gone through. Sometimes just having a handle to it helps us put it in, a, in an appropriate perspective so that we, can, um, we, we can't unring the bell. But what we can do, we can make a conscious choice to shift our paradigm and see it differently so that we can move through the hurt. Our negative legacy does not have to, does not have to uh, uh, dictate our future, is what I'm trying to say. Mm. It is real. Dr. We Sorry. need to identify it as being real. I'm, you know how I get to Listen, don't stop. I'm loving it. Doc, I'm get, I'm get, Mike is giving me the, 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 the finger here, the, the one-minute finger. So you, you've been in the studio. You know how he is about his commercial breaks. So I'm going to have to put a break on for the listening audience. But we are going to come back, and we're going to name it. I think you named it in the last uh, show, um, Balan. Like, what do you call it, the post-traumatic slave syndrome? The doctor, oh, yes. Dave, what's Dr. her name? Dr. Joy DeGruy, yes. Mm-hmm. So she's named it. And now we're, okay. we're actually focused on the positive side. We're moving past. Right, right. That. Okay. We're going to name it, claim it, and keep it moving, right? We're going to, mm-hmm. un- we can't unring the bell, but what we're about is shifting the paradigm. National Black NBA Association, this Leaders of Tomorrow program, this 
this building community leadership today is really about shifting the paradigm, providing higher levels of expectation, providing new experiences, new opportunity, new skills, and new ways to really take things to the next level. So it's bigger than me. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than all of us. Amen. So right, we're going to come right back. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. What is community? A unified group of people? How unified is your community? You can help yours today. Join the movement in conjunction with the Black NBA Association of Seattle on April the 18th, between 6 and 9 p.m. We are presenting Building Leaders of Tomorrow through Community Leadership Today. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the Case Party LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was an alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped Come one, come all, April the 18th, 2019, between 6 and 9 p.m., with the doors opening at 4 p.m. at New Holly Neighborhood Campus, The Gathering Hall, 7054 32nd Avenue South, Seattle, Washington. Learn and discuss three strategic directions, personal and professional connections, cultural and historical connections, home and school connections. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year if they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, so I think any parent would uh, glean something from. Nothing full of responses. The homeschool connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. Remember, come out April the 18th. Make sure you RSVP at eventbrite.com and search for the National Black MBA Association of Seattle. And don't forget to stay for a community fun time fellowship afterwards, beginning at 9 p.m. Let's make a lasting change for future generations. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, hello. This is Tracy Harrell again with It's Bigger Than Me. And I'm on with Miss Martha Lucas, Miss mm-hmm. Dr. Jerry Bird Tart, and Bolanle Alpanije. Did I get it right? Yeah, you're almost there. I'm <laughs> You're almost there. I'm just going to keep practicing, and with practice makes perfect. I'm so excited about the topic today. We're talking about success and service, and, and I just present to the listening audience that those two things are intrinsically inv- just connected. You can't really separate the two, right? You can't be successful, in my mind, without having some level of service. And I think some people in this community are serving even more intensely than others. And part of what we're doing with this show is we want to highlight those in the community that are doing great work. And so we've invited tons of community organizations, any community or community organization that is doing work right now in the Puget Sound area or in this country, and you want to join us in Seattle on this Thursday, we welcome you to join us. We are hosting an event that's called Building Leaders of Tomorrow through Community Leadership Today. 
And again, the leaders of tomorrow program, you heard some little youth voices on those those promotions. Uh, those are children who have actually gone through the leaders of tomorrow program. And it's not just a benefit for them. It's for their, their families. Right. We're, we're actually trying to change the status quo, breaking the cycle to really change things. We're asking you to join our 2020 vision for community unity and community transformation. We're doing everything we can to support and empower youth and families of color. And there's a there's a topic that King County presented. It was the first time I heard heard it the way they presented it. But it's called the school to prison pipelines. We're working to stop the school-to-prison pipeline. There's tons of facts we could share with you about what's not happening well, but we're actually not focused on what's not happening well. We will give you some information. It'll be posted in the room, but most of our conversation is going to be about what do we do now. Dr. Tart, you said something about shifting the paradigm. So as we help to stop the school-to-prison pipeline, it's shifting the paradigm for students, clarifying what their responsibilities are and giving them higher expectations, but we're also shifting the paradigm for parents, Ms. Balanle, you're going to be there to talk about what things parents can do. If you're having some trouble with your kids, join us, right? This isn't just talk. This is action. Like, we are the, we are the group that's bringing people together to actually give you new tools, new resources, a new community. We're actually building cohorts, right, so that we will be there. We have 16 dates already locked down, so at least one a month, sometimes two a month, right, where we're connecting and we're going to, be there, be present, and we're asking you guys to join us. Again, it's this Thursday, April 18th, starting at from 5 to 6. We're doing some sharing, networking, and we're asking people to come share their vision. We're going to ask you to participate in some live art. There'll be some video diaries. From 6 to 8, we're asking you to engage. You'll be listening to some best practices, very specific best practices from both Dr. Tart, who will be here in Seattle, and Ms. Bolanle, who will also be here in Seattle around how to actually change things, how to shift your paradigm, how to, how to be successful in your life as an individual, but also to help others. And then from 8 to 10, we're basically going to continue those video diaries that will be available. We're also just going to connect as a community. Ms. Balanla, you love some karaoke, don't you? That's your thing. I do, I do. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that is great. <laughs> you have a professional karaoke artist. Her name is DJ Taz, and she works for a... Um, and uh, a Native American-owned organization. So you can visit us on Eventbrite for all the details. You will register at http colon forward slash forward slash. It's nbmbaaseattle.eventbrite.com. So as you said on the announcement, go to eventbrite.com and look up the National Black MBA Association Seattle chapter. So again, it's nbmbaaseattle.eventbrite.com. Check us out. Join even if you can't make it on the 18th. We're asking you to register if you want to be a future contributor, a future mentor, a future supporter in some way. We really just want to show up as a community and not talk about change, but actually be be the change we want to see. It's super exciting. I have a quote here from one of my favorite books. It's What Makes the Greats Great by um, Dennis Kimbrough. And this is a classic, but what he says this is one of the quotes in his book but it's actually by Malcolm X and it says each of us should make the most of our lives we should give life our best let us use our lives more wisely to chase our dreams to find our true purpose and be as happy and successful as possible now Malcolm X may be a controversial you know figure in in life but I could not share that particular quote it's just perfect because it's really if you think about it we're basically saying how do we make the most out of our lives ladies Dr. Tart, help me out here. When you think about choosing your dreams, 
and finding your yeah. true purpose. Those are very, those are action words. Let's talk about they intentional. Really are. It's about being they, intentional. It, and that's what this show is about. How important is absolutely. intention? And being intentional is to recognize that being my true self may look different from you. Mm. That's, I think that sometimes that may be one of the distractors that, that holds us back. We mm. believe that I have to look like you, I have to act like you, I have to talk like you, I have to walk like you, I have to be like you in order to be successful. And that is not the case. And I think being true and understanding, well, who am I? And not being ashamed of that. I love it. But I love willing it. to pour as much as we understand that we have to pour into ourselves. I mean, we are, we are designed, it, it was, it was, it was a, we are, it's design, a purposeful design. Scripture tells us that God said, I knew you before you got here. I knew you when you were in your mother's womb. I know what I have planned for you. If we just imagine, if we could embrace that and believe that he knew exactly what he was talking about and that we have something worth sharing as it relates to being successful and serving, we would be such a powerful, powerful entity. Mm, you know, mm, a mm. focused mind is something that is, that, that is, that is. It's powerful. It's it's it's, it's with. Yes, it, it totally is. One, one of my other favorite books is called The Power of the Unconscious Mind, and we're bringing in mm-hmm. all these principles. We're bringing in tons of research, best practices. We've done we've done um, two hundred participant think tanks. We have thirty years worth of research. We have wow. everything you need to get everything you want. That's actually one of the segments of this particular show, and that's what we're going to mm-hmm. bring to you. We're going to be talking about this is an ongoing continuous initiative but it really is about being the best you can be and i love this quote here it's actually also it's actually in this book as well but it's in the very beginning but it says if you want to be great and successful you must walk hand in hand side by side with great and successful people hello mm-hmm. <laughs> hello so so i love that and if you think about the premise of what we're doing Stopping the school to prison pipeline says, you know what, there's some kids who who are from homes where, to your point, they've been traumatized in so many different ways. Maybe they have mm-hmm. parents that are in the system, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we want to help break that chain, break that cycle. We're, we're breaking it because our Leaders of Tomorrow program is, is talking about kids who are ready to go to college or who want to go to college, who actually want to aspire to that. And there are other kids who aren't doing so well who may just be barely trying to make it through high school. We're bringing those kids together. We're actually creating a community cohort, a broad community cohort that's going to have us together, hand in hand, identifying the needs of each child and each participant and providing what they want. So from April and May and June and July, we're going to be actually having these conversations, bringing information asking our community to get involved. Stop talking about it. People be about it. Join us on Thursday, April 18th. And if you can't join, sign up. And on Eventbrite, look for NationalBlackNBAAssociation.com. And you don't have to be black and you don't have to have an MBA. This isn't the NBA for basketball. This is a MBA for Masters in Business, Business Administration. You don't have to be black. You don't have to have an MBA to participate, right? This is a community initiative. If you care about others in your community and you want to be successful, you want to know that you actually lived a life of greater purpose in yourself, join us because that's what this is all about. And Dr. Tart, we talked about intention, intentional yes. changes. The power of intention. The, the power, power of, of the subconscious mind is one of my favorite books. So as, as, a, as, as you think, you shall become. Let's talk about how important it is to yeah. think differently. And as we think differently, what we, <clears throat> we all know this. 
what we see will grow. I may have said that before. What what do you think? What are you thinking about? Think about how what think about what you're thinking about. Think about how whatever it is that you think about makes you feel. That's a direct correlation with how you are going to act act act. So in terms of that subconscious mind or the unconscious mind, what is it that you want? We talked about this earlier, I think. Write it down, get it out, look at it, say it aloud, just being able to hear your own voice, embracing that thing that you want to say, that you want to become. Are we talking Sometimes about... we are afraid to use our voices. Are we, are we, are we talking about affirmations, Dr. Tar? Because that yes, is something we we've talked about numerous times in, 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 the, in the prior show, and it really is an important part of being successful. So a couple of things we talked about. If you're just not happy today, help someone else. If you're not happy today, if you really don't think you're happy and not even sure how to be successful, think about writing down 10 things that you're grateful for because you can't be unhappy. It's actually scientifically impossible to be unhappy and grateful. So write down 10 things and then 50 things and 100. Just keep writing till you can't write. Do you have use of one hand or the other? Eyes, visible, right? Are your feet, you know, somewhat work? I mean, write down those things that you can be grateful for. And if you're not happy, these are the baseline things, right? Starting right. with an attitude of gratitude. Picture. Find a picture. I just needed to say that. Find out, get something that makes you feel differently. You don't want to feel angry. You don't want to feel um, uh, frustrated or whatever. Look at something that gives you peace or mm-hmm. harmony or that makes you laugh. Something that's just loving. That's shift, shift. We have, the, we have the right, we have the ability to shift. Look at it differently. I love that. I love that. And I know, Balanle, one of the things you talked to, to about parents is when you talked about, you asked them, like, what do they want from their kids? And you said oftentimes kids talk about respect or lack of respect. Um, and then you, you kind of help so parents to think about it differently, right? To think about, like, to get what you want, you have to model it and be very clear what that is. And starting early is also a good recommendation. Any other thoughts about helping parents as we get ready to close the show here? Any thoughts about how do we focus on being intentional as a parent and, 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 and as a child? Like what, that relationship, how do we optimize that relationship? Well, uh, one of the things that, that, you know, I've mentioned before about uh, things deteriorating over uh, generations, us losing certain knowledge and that kind of thing. And one of the things that we've lost as a group in terms of parenting is that we've lost the, the understanding that as parents, we're teaching our children with everything that we say and everything that we do. And one of the, once parents become aware of that, then, um, then priorities rearrange themselves because parents, mm-hmm. we really do have our children's best interests at heart. We really do want the best for our children. We're just not uh, always aware of our role in that. Because we think that it's something that other people have the ability or other people have the um, responsibility. Yeah. Responsibility. Right, to do. Responsibility yeah. because of certain expertise. Right. You know, but mm. but we don't realize that. Uh, and it's not our fault that we have forgotten that because it's one of the many things that got left behind mm. as we've, you know, as progress, generations have progressed and as values in society has changed. Right. You know, so I want to say, I was just going to say one thing, um, you know, from the international perspective, it is a global issue. 
where mm. you're seeing that, you know, I mean, my parents are from Ethiopia and all the stories they told me about how everybody pitched in. Mm. You go to someone's house, you know, and, you know, you don't have much. People would feed you. It takes a village. But now it's all about me. And it's it's universal and, and it's that, global. And that's what we're trying to change people. So if you're interested in changing things, literally breaking the cycle, we have to do things differently. So our initiative that starts this Thursday, the 18th, come on out to the New Holly Gathering Hall. It really is about showing up. That's step one, showing up, being present. Right. It does take a village and it takes us to decide that we're going to do things differently. We've done all the work, by the way, like all the scientific work has been done. We're not going to throw it all at you at one time. We want you to connect with some people, we want to align on our vision. But when I say we have done this adaptive leadership systems analysis, we have three work areas around the brain work. We call it the heart work and the community work. We have connections that you're going to be making professional and personal right? These, these cultural and historical connections as well as home and school connections. We got it all covered, people. It is a systems analysis. We're not, like I said, we're not going to give it all to you at one time, but I just want you to know, this is the, what did, I, what did someone call me? Tracy Harrell is my first and last name. My middle name has been, someone T- called me Harriet Tubman. So that's T-H-T-H, Tracy Harriet Tubman Harrell. This is not the underground railroad. We're building a railroad, one of those uh, Wakanda-style railroads, a super commuter train, people. The train has left the station. Change is here. We are doing this, but we require you. I can be a train conductor, but it takes you as the engine to move this forward. It takes us as a community, as a village, to come together and decide we're going to do things differently. We're going to change the status quo. So in a few days, I will have Dr. Jerry Burtart and Ms. Belanle yes, Obanije. I know I got it right that time. Here in Seattle. Here in Seattle, and we want to see all of you here with us on Thursday. And we got a couple other things. We actually have 30 seconds left for the show. And so we are going to talk a little bit about, oh, 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 sorry, sorry. There is I-1000. Sorry, on Friday, I-1000, we're going to be walking with Bennett. Yes, Michael Bennett. 54-mile walk. We're not going to be walking 54 miles, Michael Bennett, but <laughs> we with you. We're going to be with you. So where does it start? It starts at Rainier Southside Beach. Church. Yeah, Southside Church. So right. go check out the Bennett Foundation. We're actually going to talk to him as well. We're going to be with Girl Trek. Girl Trek, yes. Um, Girltrek.org. There you go. So listen, there's a lot the of great people doing some great things, and this is Tracy Harrell. I always rush at the end. There's so much to say. But join us. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me.